0: Welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. This show is all about simple ways to detox your body, mind, and environment so you can reclaim your vibrant health and live the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Jessica Green, board-certified holistic health coach, detoxification specialist, and sustainable building expert. Today's episode is all about reprogramming your mind to help engage with new holistic detoxing habits. Whenever we try to integrate new healthy habits that will help our body and mind perform optimally, it's common to run into hurdles. In this episode, my guest David Hennessy, creator of The Wonder Technique, shares his favorite and simple tools to create healthy habits and a mindset that will transform your life. This interview with David has really made a difference in my life, and his tools and techniques are needed now more than ever. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. Today I have David Hennessy with me. Twenty years ago, David Hennessy created a holistic development, uh, personal development program called the Wonder Technique, and has continued to evolve over the years. David has presented the Wonder Technique at hundreds of workshops and seminars, and has recently created an online personal development program. His formal training is in psychology and nutrition, and he has traveled to over 20 countries and lived in three long-term. His goal is to give the fundamental tools of personal development to everyone on the planet. Let us welcome David Hennessy.
1: Hello, Jessica, and hello, everybody listening. Thank you for this opportunity to share.
0: Such a pleasure to have you here today. It's my delight. So, um, you know, <laughs> the, the people that have listened to this podcast for a while know that this is all about detoxing your body, um, mind, and environments, kind of detox your life, right? And mm-hmm. in detoxing, you know, some of the changes can be really simple and quick. You, you know, you just buy something to replace another thing. It's so easy to do, but other things take time and effort and Uh creating new habits and so today i invited david to talk about his approach to help you program your mind to help you engage in new detoxification habits so i'll open it up with that let's start talking about habits and habit change and how to reprogram your mind to accept new habits
1: For sure, Jessica. I will. the first thing that comes right to my mind, and I think it's important, especially for making a dietary change, working on detoxification that's really relative to your great work, is the whole idea that before people start on working on a program, they identify the difference between being interested and committed. Now, that concept of being interested and committed, and I'll run through that in a moment, was brought to my attention actually by Dr. Ken Blanchard, and he wrote this in a book, which the title sounds a little bit, off base but was called a one minute manager but dr blanchard he understood this book was written in the 80s that there's a big difference between being interested and committed people that will be interested will be people who talk to their friends about yeah i'm thinking about doing a detoxification program i know i should do this you know i have friends that did that what do you think they listen to your podcast they maybe even go buy the products that they need to buy but they're not truly committed. And the commitment requires them to take action. And unfortunately, the truth is the majority of people only live in the area of being interested. They don't shift over. They become very much what I call eternal students. They, they constantly, it's really, really important to be learning, there's no question about that. But knowledge is nothing without application. It sounds so simple, but it's so powerful. So that's the first step is to really say, I'm making a commitment. Now, may I add something else that I believe is really important? Mm-hmm. The idea to be, find out if you're committed is you look at something you're working on, your, your health, in this particular case your physical health, and you extrapolate into the future. You say to yourself, okay, if I don't make any changes right now, how will I be 10 years from now, 5 years from now, or 20 years from now? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you look at yourself in the future and say, well, if I don't make any changes, not only will I be older, my health will probably not be better than it is right now. At the very least, it'll be exactly where I am. And and I'm actually thinking about making changes because things aren't ideal right now. Chances are you're gonna have a decline. So you walk your way into the future, you imagine this, and then you use that as a motivation to become committed to making the changes.
0: Hmm. That is so powerful. So looking at your future health and where you could end up if you continue on the path that you're on Uh versus what's on the other side if you do start making changes. And I think that this is so powerful, um, especially just, you know, and I I think I've I've written about this before in, in blog posts where, you know, even making small incremental, but consistent changes Mm -hmm. will add up over time. It's like creating a bit of a trajectory, right? You're, you're on a trajectory. If you just make a teeny tiny adjustment, when you show where the trajectory goes, it's, you know, it could be light years away from Mm -hmm. where, where you would be otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's a huge impact. I love that future visualization as a a motivator.
1: Yeah. And I would say, like, in part of my work, go deep in this visualization. I mean, imagine if you have a problem in your body right now that leads your body to be in a state of stiffness or, or pains or aches. You cannot bend over certain things. And you have children, teenage children like I do, for example. But you want to have the pleasure sometime in the future that you will have grandchildren. If that should come, or great grandchildren, do you want to be in the physical condition so that you can play with them? Mm-hmm. So you, kind of, you really visualize, you work on that, make a movie in your mind and say, So, like, it's, and you're really, it's not just a thought, it's a lot more than just a thought. It's an actual image because then you can get your brain to buy into it because you have to convince yourself to use all your subconscious and your conscious mind. If you're just thinking with your conscious mind, you're kind of still in that interested state. And you've got tons of habits that are in your subconscious mind that are driving all your behavior right now. So you have to overwhelm (laughs) all the system that's currently making you who you are because who we are right now is a direct result of everything we did in this past that led us up to this moment. See, some people get frustrated because they think, I'm working on stuff, things aren't happening, but you just started working on stuff it's the forward momentum that you want to see but you have to get committed to it and as you mm-hmm. just mentioned jessica it is it's it's really like a snowball it's rolling step by stepping it gets bigger over time yep. and you couldn't go to the gym and gain you know a massive amount of muscle in one week nothing works short term i really dislike the idea of hacking Try hacking parenting. It don't work, okay? <laughs> Try hacking your relationship. It doesn't work. Or at least the relationship will end. Like it, there's a lot of people who want a shortcut, but the truth is in life, things take time. I mean, the simplest example for your listeners, not to overdo this example, but I planted some seeds to grow plants. They took their time let me see, pardon me, I dropped to your piece. The seeds took the time to grow underground before they, they blossomed. And now I have some flowers. But they take that time. And, but if I had rushed them and gone out there and said, hey, speed up, it's not going to happen. It doesn't make any difference. Everything in nature has a rhythm and so do we.
0: So. I love that. So going back to uh, the sort of reprogramming minds to help engage new habits in this case, new habits that support uh, detoxification and and it's best to do it just, you know, every day, right? Just something small, something consistent every single day. How do you engage in new habits? So your first tip is uh, about becoming committed, really committed and diving deep into the visualization of, um, of the change. What it, yes. what it could be if you just stay as is, and what it could be if you move into the direction that you want. Where do you really want it to be? Yes. What, what else? Is there any other uh, tip or tool that can really help people um, set new habits?
1: Are you talking about them if they're still not committed? Or are you referring to actually developing the habit? I want to be developing
0: the habit. Developing the habit. Developing the habit. Okay. I, I, the habit. okay. Yep.
1: Uh-huh. If somebody's already committed and they've made that decision, I mean, there's they can they can bolster their commitment by spending time with people who have not made changes in their life and have gotten older. That's one way of finding out. Like if you, you can hang out with people that are not doing so well, you'll you'll probably change your mind quite rapidly. Mm. But moving on to the idea of changing there's a protocol that you give your clients that they work through on detoxification,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: outside of those actual actions that they're taking, I would, I highly recommend that what I do working with my clients and I do in my own life, like my, it's, it's all a, a pathway is that first thing in the morning and last thing at night, I have a mm-hmm. protocol that I run through and it's a way of framing the day. Okay. And it involves a number of different things, but on, on, a, on a one level, uh, to share with your listeners quite briefly is that I'm, I'm using something that exists in our nature to help tap into something that's very powerful first thing in the morning and last thing at night first thing in the morning as we wake up we move to different phases of sleep and one of the phases of sleep that you're probably familiar with jessica that some of your audience might be too is when we're we're in what's called theta and we move to alpha and we're moved to beta and deltas when we're in deep sleep, but that kind of theta um, alpha stage is when you kind of feel that foggy, drowsy feeling when you're waking up in the morning. Mm -hmm. From my understanding is that when you're in that phase, your brain is much more open to input, like your subconscious mind, the area that's holding all your habits. So if at that moment in time, you want to do a positive thing to encourage you to succeed, now, this can be in detoxification this can be in creating better relationships it can work in all areas of your life that's when you do your visualization for what you want to have happen you don't want to be visualizing what you don't want to have happen you want to be visualizing what you want to have happen mm. okay so as you're waking up you're seeing things happening the way you want them. you're seeing for example yourself achieving your goals that day where to The protocol that you have designed and I don't know enough about your protocol you can talk about that or your clients know this but like the steps that you're going to take you can say okay I'm gonna do the steps that Jessica talked to me about I can see it having a successful positive impact on my life okay so that's just as a gentle kind of window the next step that I do because I'm starting to wake up in the morning and this is what I get my clients to do as well is that I have a paper journal beside my bed and I write down positive things that i'm looking forward to having the experience that day mm-hmm. i'm anticipating the fulfillment for example having a great podcast with jessica today okay this is already that was done this morning like i'm imprinting what i want to see as has happened and that can be anywhere in your life but you have to have the belief and the faith that things can happen on that when you then you move into the day and as everybody's day has its own shall we say, ups and downs and turns, and everything can be going on in the world as it is right now, but not to time stamp, the podcast, there's always things that are challenging. But then when you move towards the end of the day, you do the reverse of what I'm sharing. I write down, what I do, my habit is five things I write down in the morning, and I write it down because at that point in time when you're waking up, and you're going to sleep, you don't want to be using digital devices. That's my recommendation. That's separate issue about blue light and all this sort of stuff and how it impacts your ability to go to sleep. And it's, there's also a very powerful thing that I believe is that when you're writing, the interaction between actually writing something down imprints more into our minds as against using our thumbs and fingers, we're taking a pen or pencil and you're writing it down. So you're seeing what you're writing at the same time, which is imprinting it upon your actual belief system. So at the end of the day, you reverse that order, you write down five things that you're grateful for that you've had happen that day, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and you, it you can be anything, but just you, you're focusing on the positive. Of course, when you focus on the positive, you're more likely to have a good night's sleep. That's a framework. And having a good night's sleep is very important to have a successful detoxification. Yes. It's all tied together. This is why I call everything in my program holistic i look at all the different things and how they come together. So if some, one of the people listening here is thinking, you know what, I've started on a detox program and it's not working, I'm not sure why. Well, the chances are it's not just that the protocol is not being followed exactly right. It's that you may not be sleeping properly, there may be other stresses in your life, maybe you're not getting fresh air, maybe you're not probably hydrated enough, you don't have a water bottle that you bring around with you all the time to make sure that you're hydrated. <laughs> There's multiple things that impact your success. And then to to finish off what I was mentioning, you write down those notes. And as you go to sleep at night, you do the same thing. You're visualizing Mm -hmm. what you want to see happen in your life. And if you fall asleep during that visualization, that's okay, because maybe that will be a dream that you will have. Okay? So you actually really will have your subconscious mind in bed what you're desiring to happen. So don't be frustrated if you fall asleep dreaming about something positive but do avoid your best to go to sleep with something that's a negative experience. So be a guard at the door of your mind is what I'm always telling people. It's very important.
0: That is so amazing and, you know, and very powerful. And I'm going to try these tonight. Okay. I'm going to start tonight because, you know, you hit on a number of things. Once, of course, you know, just the importance of getting a good night's sleep and the detoxification process and you know just having a a stronger memory as well is really important right and it's all tied to sleep Mm -hmm. and so what you just described really changes a person's mindset about things and you know this is really important especially with a detox program you know, I talk about holistic detox. It's not all, um, you know, a detox or a cleanse that you would go through. But if you do go through something that feels a little uncomfortable, you could create, there could be a lot of resistance going on in your mind for, you know, oh my gosh, I have five more days left of this cleanse or this detox routine. And, you know, if I have to have another, you know, whatever it is, smoothie you know i'm just i'm going to cry i really want mm-hmm. you know xyz it's like you could be running through these negative thoughts and what
1: mm-hmm.
0: what this can do is really change your attitude about what you're doing for yourself right
1: yes you, know, you can say yes.
0: i am going to get up in the morning i'm going to enjoy this thing that i'm doing for my body i'm going to enjoy that smoothie i'm going to enjoy these healthy meals and I'm going to take those binders, and I'm just going to detox, and by the end of this program, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to feel so much better. I'm so glad that I'm doing this for myself. Just walking through those sort of positive, it could almost be mantras, you know, it could almost be like little mantras, Mm -hmm. but just visualizing your day like that can change the tone completely. It could go from Oh, frustration over having to do, you know, X, Y, Z to, you know what? I'm enjoying this. I'm going exactly. to find the light in this because exactly. I'm, I'm going to reach my goal, whatever that goal is mm-hmm. at the end of, you know, the five days, the month, the year, the five yep. years, right?
1: Yeah. And in fact, the goal of all the work that I do is to create natural routines, rhythms in your life because i may be able to do something and someone else may be able to do something but it's not replicable Mm -hmm. but when you create a routine of framing your day in a certain way this is going to impact a lot of your life because you're going to start your day in a state of not being stressed because you're visualizing positive things Mm -hmm. and you're not reacting you're actually creating being proactive about your life and Sad to say, the truth is that most people don't take that proactive step. They react first thing in the morning. Yes. OK, and, and I mean, I really, you really have to, to be. Your success in the detoxification program, your success in all parts of your life require you to make decisions. Now, I'm going to share an acronym really briefly here. I might have shared it before, Jessica, but it's important if you're, say you're going through the detox and you're thinking, oh gosh, is this really the right thing? Like you fall off track. You're a little bit off the path for a second. I'm going to share an, uh, an acronym that your listeners can, they can grab a pen or pencil or whatever they want to memorize. this. It's really simple. You'll probably be able to remember it without writing it down and it, I'm full of acronyms because that helps me remember things okay but this acronym i have to put a the full disclosure is not my acronym but i love it and i love sharing it because it's very functional and it's about helping you make decisions okay and it's functional because it also the word makes sense in a sense that some people make up acronyms and you're thinking well, what's the I, that's a, that's not even a word but this word is halt h-a-l-t halt is the german word for stop okay so right away you've got a memory trigger that says okay stop okay i I don't need i don't want to make a decision right now about the detox is not going well because of one of the four following reasons one is which could be related to the detox h is for hunger Mm. don't make a decision if you're hungry because you know what if you go grocery shopping when you're hungry you know it's a disaster we've all had this experience right so hungry don't make that decision if you're angry that's the second letter a you wait till you're past that emotional experience. You don't make a decision when you're angry. You know, for example, who knows, maybe you're making a special meal that's part of the protocol. And for some reason, your hand gets burned and you get upset. And you think, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to stop the detox. You don't make a decision about it at that moment in time. It sounds so simple, but really, it is simple. You want to be able to protect yourself ahead of time by thinking, okay, these are not good times. So hunger, anger, The third one is lonely. You're working on a protocol. You know, your spouse or someone close, your children are away over the weekend, and you're working on your own thinking, oh, gosh, you know what? I wish they were around. I need some support. Um, Whatever it is I need, you don't make a decision then. Because it's an emotional state that doesn't empower you. And the last one is T for tired, when you're fatigued. We all have different levels of fatigue that happen. And remembering that fatigue runs in a cycle throughout our bodies throughout the day. So it may not just pop up in the evening, you may feel tired. And that's a whole separate issue with our chronotypes and how our bodies work. But if you use that tool, HALT, you can, when you you program yourself and you can use that in all parts of your life. If you're thinking, geez, I need to make a decision on this. Run through that in your mind. Am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Oh, yes, I'm I'm three of those things. Okay. (laughs) I should wait just a little bit. And you know what? let it pass and the chances are you'll make a better decision so i'm hoping that will help your audience you know when they find a moment of hmm should i be doing this they want to make sure that they're not in that zone
0: oh i love that that is so great i'm just thinking about so many instances in my life where Mm -hmm. um you know i'm I'm triggered and then react to something Mm -hmm. and just remembering that. Oh no, I'm. I need to stop now. I need to stop. Don't make a decision. I'm just staying on track. And yes. I, yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah. And uh, you know, one of the biggest challenges with uh, making a habit change can be can be this. You know, you, you become angry or lonely or tired or hungry, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you decide, oh, I'm not going to do that workout today. Or yeah you know, cause I'm tired. Oh, I'm too hungry to, um, you know, eat an apple. I just, I want a whole burger, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is good. So, yeah. you know, you touched a little bit um, on, on this earlier. And well, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but just mm-hmm. sort of these negative thoughts that kind of come up and You described some tools, uh, uh, just the awesome morning and evening routine tools that really help to change uh, your your state from negative to a more positive state. Are there any other things that you do or you share with uh, your clients to help them overcome negative thoughts or negative beliefs that you'd like to share today?
1: Yes, actually the first thing that pops into my mind is again a very fundamental idea and I think that the problem is to me the secret is in the simplicity and one of the workbooks that I wrote is actually the secret is in the simplicity and that's because often we avoid the simple and we look for the complex Mm
0: -hmm. and a
1: simple idea is simply, simply (laughs) repeating myself here, is you want to take moments in your day where you pause Okay, you take the time to pause. I mean, when you go outside, uh, you have a lunch break or sometime, you pause in silence. Because you want to be aware of what's going on in your body as you move through the detoxification. But you also want to give yourself a rest. And most people don't take any time to be silent except when they're asleep. Mm -hmm. They're constantly on input. And if you, I like to use the analogy, it's like music. If there was no pauses between the notes, all you would be hearing is noise. There's always a pause. Yeah, And in our days, the pauses are actually the silence. And it helps us recenter. So it, to, to make that into a routine during your day, it can be, for example, when you leave your home and you're going to a location, whatever that location is, you decide that the first 10 minutes of that time is silence. No podcasts, even though they can be great. Sorry, Jessica. But oh, you, take, you, take the time, you take the time to give yourself some quiet, to see where you're at, to check in. Where am I at? Okay. And in fact, the silence helps us kind of get focused on, if you have thoughts that are coming up, as you mentioned before, that are negative, you can identify them and look at like, where's that coming from? Is that really serving me? You know, there's a lot of people talking about fear nowadays, and I like to to look at the idea of fear in two ways. Fear is something, for example, that's outside of us. A dog is barking at us. There's a reason to be afraid. But fear can be something that we've conjured up inside of us when there's no real basis for it. Like, I, I shared this with somebody yesterday on a coaching call where I said, you go to a house, and you're about to enter, and you can see a dog who's snarling. You have a reason to be afraid. Some people say we should never be afraid, but yes, we do have a reason to be afraid. But if you come to a house, there's a gate in front of you, and you imagine there's a dog on the other side, that's imagination, that's your own fear, you're creating something. So when you have an experience going through a detoxification and you have thoughts, well, well, this is not gonna work, what's happening here? You want to look and say, well, am I, what is real about what's happening? What is the real part of this experience? And perhaps you might want to think, for example, Jessica, you've probably talked about this before, but I like to frame it that if you hurt yourself, you cut yourself and fall down. When the leg is healing, your knee is healing if you cut your knee. As the scar starts to heal, you feel it. It's itchy, it's uncomfortable, but that's part of the healing. So when you're going through detoxification, you're making, your body's making changes. It's not going to feel the same as it did before detoxification started. You have to recognize that there's going to be changes. So the part of dealing with negative thoughts is identifying what are they based on. And I'm really going very simple on this. Is it serving me or is it not serving me? And if it's not serving you, then you want to reject it and look for the things that are serving you on a very simple basis. I mean, we don't have so much time to go deep, but I think that's important for people to recognize is what's a real fear, what isn't a fear. And if it's an imagined fear, it could actually be something to be concerned about, but you then have to say, well, is it serving me or not? You know, Maybe you're afraid that your spouse is gonna leave you because you're not paying any attention to them. They haven't left. It's imagined, but it could be a very good reason that you need to pay more attention to what's going on. So that's a kind of a imagination where it's functional. Mm -hmm. But then if you're just imagining things that are not there because other people have said, Oh yes, uh, I'm going through a difficult part in my life. You know what? Maybe it'll happen to you. That's imagination.
0: Mm. Yeah. Oh, that is just excellent points. All of them, Uh, especially, you know, the, creating fear in our minds is so much of our thoughts just wandering it, it tends to end up in more of a fearful place you know it's sort of natural our e- ego you know that's what some people call it mm-hmm. ego just kind of takes us there you know we have our mind wander oh we think about what could happen and what if it's horrible and Um, we're just constantly creating these sort of channels for imagining fear. And, you know, you could say, well, it's the ego's way of helping us stay safe. But a lot of it is just imagine and it keeps us keeps us not taking action in the way that we want to, and it keeps us from showing up in the way that we want to as well, I think.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And uh, there's lots of stuff bubbling up in my mind, but respecting the time, (laughs) I'll put them just on a gentle hold here. But I, I would say that a way of clarifying all of this, if you've never gone through detoxification before with Jessica's guidance, you don't know what the experience is like. And one way of framing that is, Everybody who's listening to this probably has a friend right now that originally that friend was a stranger, somebody they didn't know. Mm. So we can always look at the simplest ways. Ah, yes, this great friend of mine, at one point in time, I didn't know them. And so you you have to look at other examples in your life that can support you in where you're at. Sounds, again, simple, but it's true. We can identify with that.
0: Oh, that is so, so powerful in so many ways, too. And I'm thinking about great examples of just in my own life where that's uh, been completely applicable, pulling Mm -hmm. back to things that, you know, you've had good examples of or good experiences with and and being able to apply it to the here and now to take away some of the fear of the quote unquote unknown, right? Exactly, exactly.
1: And for your listeners thinking, well, yeah, this guy is lots of talk, right, <laughs> but they give them a framework for me, like in my own life um, it, i I fell in a rock climbing accident. You know about this just getting a mentioned it, but your audience will know, and I wasn't able to walk for six months, and that put me into a certain level of how am I going to deal with this experience when I have children to support and everything but moving into the f- forward into the positive result really quickly was to test myself on my recovery. That happened in 2014, In 2018, I chose chose to do a marathon to test if my body was up to it. But I decided ahead of time, I was gonna follow a good protocol for training, pay attention to how I ate, how I trained my mind, and I was not gonna continue one step in the marathon if there was pain in my back or my legs. And I completed the marathon without any pain in my back and my legs. 42 and a half kilometers, 26 miles or so. Uh, But so there's, we, each of us that's listening probably has had something incredible that we've done in our lives that you can use as a reinforcement for the changes that you're going to make.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. That is so true. And I, this is such a great conversation. I love talking to you. Um, I do want to share with listeners how they can connect with you as well, how they can work with you. And I know you've just recently launched an online program, which is yes. pretty cool. It's a membership program. Can you just yes. briefly describe that? And
1: Yes, so. I can. Thank you very much. I mean, the best way to find me online is thewondertechnique.com. And I believe, Jessica, you'll have some show notes with this. Yes. Simply as it says, thewondertechnique.com is my website. That's where I live online, shall we say. And on the website, you will see there's a link for the membership program. At this moment in time, I, this is David's approach here. The membership program is a program where there's currently eight courses, eight mini courses. 150 audio sections in total and eight videos. And each one of those courses comes with a workbook. And one of them, for example, is How to Sleep Well and Wake Up Energized. And it's all focused on the whole system of learning. But be aware that my approach is very holistic. You will see ideas in there that we've talked about today that are related to how you plan your day, how you create routines, the impact of all your actions to help you get better sleep. There's another course that's in there that's called how to increase your focus and concentration. And that's really important because a lot of people don't know how to really improve their focus. And I'm really good at that. So that's another, like these are all individual courses, but they build up to be a tool set that a person can use in their life. And when you're a member of the program, you can take as many of those courses as you want. You enter into the program, you stay for as long as you want, you you participate you can leave, it's all explained on the website.
0: Lovely, well that's so exciting and congratulations for launching that. That's a big deal to launch such an awesome program. Yes. And I know you have a fun freebie for those listening. I'll put this in the show notes. This is so nice. The 10 Keys of Health and Happiness, mini motivational cards. I opened that up myself and I'm going to be printing those shortly. I just, I love these. Uh, So there'll be a link to those as well in the show notes. You could just go to um, down below and click the link and download your free copy of those.
1: Wonderful. Thank you for this opportunity, Jessica. This really appreciate a- your time.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. This concludes another episode of Detox for Vibrant Health. Have you been experiencing weird health symptoms and find yourself snapping at your kids? Maybe you're experiencing mood issues, hormone imbalances, lack of energy, and trouble getting a good night's sleep. This is exactly what I help my clients overcome so they can be the best parent possible and handle stressful situations like pandemics with grace and calm. Interested in working with me? Just book a chat with me to find out how. See the link in the show notes below.